0: I ran up a check, I might do it again. Enemies close, had me thinking they're friends. Ten toes down, I'll be free until the end. Crib outside the city, I don't feel safe in my ass. Took so many yells, I'm just waiting for the wins. I'm in debt to no one but the one who took my sins. I do it for real, there's no reason to pretend. If I do it once, I do it again. Add it up, add it up. bankroll, bankroll. euro, peso. peso, add it up. I'm just doing me, everything is on me. Everything is on me, gon' back it up. Matter what, told you I'ma do me. Why you hating on me? It's not adding up. I do roll like a Mack truck, country heart. I'm a copper farm and go act up. A lot of scars, I was cold hearted, now I'm back up. Keep it real, I do this once a month. I don't rap much. I just take the money and go stack up. Only buying carhartt, car car, to get tatted up. All that other bull, it don't matter much. You only climb me, I put the ladders up. No fault. I done doubled up on the workload. I think I fell in love with the bankroll. Pray up, give money, then we lay low. Then we lay low.
1: go here we go team no sleep man you, yes, still, got, you still got noise in the background what, what's, what are the kids doing back there in your neck of the woods my
2: nah, man no, oh, everything's on mute brother man oh, i don't oh,
1: know what that is now that's that's probably our, our distinguished guest behind the scenes and who knows what's going on what's up folks welcome team no sleep <laughs> thursday august the 5th uh what is today
2: fifth yeah um we about to do this one yeah. again you all right my absolutely Okay. Oh yeah, 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 oh. man! I'm just, I'm making sure we we don't got no background noise on my end. I'm just checking, checking, checking the chords, man, making sure we straight.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, look at that! I see uh, Laura is already in the comments. She knows, uh, she knows how we get down. Look at this! Been thinking nil. <laughs> she, we, we yeah, see. see? <laughs> we got, we got folks talking about it. You know, that's that's on the agenda for tonight, So we will definitely bring that up. So again, thank you guys for joining us, Montel. I'm gonna let you kick it off because you have again. Hit it out of the park by bringing on some uh, some very special folks, folks that got a little insight, and I'm gonna let you introduce our guest tonight.
2: Yeah, man, I'm gonna introduce my man, Big Ben. You know, from the esports world, um, great gentleman. Um, definitely, has been doing some big things. Um, can really show share some a lot of insight on the NIL and how it's affecting the gaming industry, and how the gaming industry is really gonna be playing a part in sports. You know, not only now, but also also in the future. And I think he can provide a different insight for us. So please bring Big Ben on on, on, on the stage on the screen.
1: Oh, I'll bring him to the stage. I'll, yeah,
2: what's I'll up, ben guys? Yeah, good, good, good. Ben, go ahead and introduce yourself. and tell him a little about, a bit well, what, about hold, yourself. Well, let
1: me start with that TV you got there. I mean, oh yeah. <laughs> see, I, I see all of the, the the infrastructure pieces. I I see the lights behind the TV and all that. I, I see that piece. You got the Hue lights You, have, you have
3: the lights, you I, need the I, Jordans I, on the I, side. I need, I need to
1: make sure my <laughs> stuff know. is right. Hold on, man. let me make sure all my <laughs> stuff is right. Okay, we, we, we good, we good. Uh, what's happening, man? Definitely, man, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell the folks who you are.
3: Yeah, guys, thanks for having me. My name's Ben Naramore. Um, a big sports background, as Montel was saying. Uh, did some time with USA football, NFL in the past and helping youth sports in the Southern California. And for the last Few years I've been working on esports industry, helping esports sports and live events with, with that. I mean, it's 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 happening. You don't think so? Your kids are. Well, this is what they watch on TV now. They're watching NBA 2K leagues. They're watching Madden. They're watching this stuff. It's the it's the next level that's coming up.
1: I love it. I love it i love it yeah brother mr okay. mr allen that that is you sir that, that's kicking off a little feedback in the background so again okay. I'm, I'm not sure what they go, go over there and, and and knock them kids around i'm, I'm gonna, go, knock
2: go, some go. Kid. You're gonna knock somebody out is, is it bad is it really bad i can't tell because i got my headphones on
1: yeah it's terrible. Is it really bad it's, it's terrible okay. i, I could do a lot of I editing but I, I can't edit all that out. <laughs> go I'm all
2: Look, let me go get this straight go ahead y'all do your thinking i'm gonna go get this straight now right now no go worries
1: ahead. no worries so Ben, let me let me ask you again some things in terms of um, your experience with, with with sports, your experience working with the uh, the youth. G- give us, a, I guess, some background again in terms of um, I'm gonna say, you know, why Montel brought you on just just from a from a history perspective.
3: Yeah, so started off back in the day working for USA Football for youth sports in the West Coast. So the NFL brought the program of USA Football. And back, let's say in the late 90s, we did a lot of youth football camps all across the United States, getting teaching kids how to play football, how to tackle the right way and just getting them into to football. And I think football in general, that's my biggest background. I think it's key for kids to be able to play football and especially for boys to become young men. It's a, it's a great tool to have. So, Helped the NFL with that for a while. Um, also, was running a youth football in San Diego, for being one of the directors for San Diego County for Pop Warner, and I mean, those were the times of my life. I, you talk about these kids that I, I helped and coach. I mean, I get invited to their weddings now. I still talk to these these young men as they've grown up become men. And then, like I said, moving on in my career, we moved to esports, and dude. It's it's popping. Each, I'm telling you guys, you better watch out because these kids is what they do. I mean, I get the comment all the time from older people like, well, they're just watching someone play a video game. I'm like, well, you watch someone play football. You're not throwing the ball. It's, just, it's Talk no about different. It. Talk <laughs> about it. So, yeah, I go, don't, don't tell them it's they're not playing because you do the same thing when you're watching basketball or NFL. You're not out there shooting the ball. So, yeah. I mean, it's the same deal. What, what's crazy
1: about that is my, my son is going to be a, a senior in high school right uh, next year, and he is looking at technology, looking at that field, and, and interested in going in that whole esports environment, right, of either designing games, uh, marketing games, uh, just the whole uh, industry, right? So it, it's the yeah. real deal, and I've seen some, some colleges that actually have a curriculum focused oh, on yeah. esports. So, I mean, and, and these guys, the teams are making real – grown folks money playing games or doing marketing and sponsorships and things of that nature so it, it's crazy
3: and, and watch out they're giving college scholarships for esports i know uc irvine has a big esports program some teams in the east coast just started up in some smaller okay. schools but they're giving full-ride scholarships for esports now let me write, I went down, to, that. Let me write
1: down irvine yeah, just as yeah, you said <laughs> yeah UC irvine they have a big
3: program and then last year i went to london last year for fifa the national championship for fifa soccer and i'll tell you what I was in a stadium with about 5,000 people watching these kids play FIFA soccer for three days. That and is I, crazy. And I, a 15 year old won like $500,000 in a car. So. <laughs> I, I went in
1: the wrong field. I, I should not. Yeah. I, I'm doing all right in this technology field, but man, I, I should have just stayed with my Donkey Kong and my Pac-Man. Yeah.
3: I, I tell my mom all the time. I go, remember we had to go to church. He unplugged the Coleco from the TV. If you want <laughs> to let me finish, I could be even further in my career. If you let me keep playing.
1: You, you know, See, I, tell, I know you bought an old school dude on. He said the Coleco vision. That, so <laughs> that's, that, that's props right there. The man okay. said Coleco vision. Yeah, yeah. so, let's go ahead and get into it, man. Um, you guys are watching these games, the Olympics are on right now. I'm not sure if you knew that. <laughs> but 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 you know, it's 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 so good. It's a it's a bittersweet thing, right? It's a weird catch twenty-two because you know the world has stopped and there's so many things going on, but it is so good to see all these nations get together, have the games, compete at the highest level, see folks, see the tragedy, see see the triumph, see, see all of, you know, the good and the bad. And be honest with you, I'm seeing some new sports that I never even I would be enjoying. Ben, let's start with you, man. Talk talk to us about how you have felt thus far watching watching these games.
3: Yeah, um, I'm I'm loving the three on three basketball. I am actually, I'm friends so plum the girl from San Diego. Her dad was my son's athletic director, and Ramona. So watching her from a young age and playing, winning the gold for women's three on three. I mean. I sat there for hours watching the three on three
1: basketball. Man, you got all, you got all kind of hookup. Let me hold on. You you're yeah. kind of sitting a little low too. Let me let me. i I was zooming in on the TV, but let okay. me make sure I get I get <laughs> there. You go. Let me let me Perfect. get all of Naramore on there. I love it. I love it. Okay, Perfect. so so three on three basketball. Been, been watching that too. What what else has kind of caught your your attention? In, any different sports that you yeah. typically wouldn't watch? I know I know we don't have curling right now. You know that's my yeah. that's my no, winter. <laughs>
3: women's wrestling i didn't know it yeah. was women's wrestling and the girl won the gold medal man she matched she owned up yes and destroyed yes. people
1: yes yes. Destroyed. yes that that is insane martel what you watching man I, I know you watching something something interesting i know you keeping it keeping it popping over here in the allen house uh you're real low brother you're real low no Get it right, brother. Get it. So I was watching um, sprint canoeing last night. Never heard of the sport till till last night. Was was just flipping back and forth trying to catch the highlights. And this 19 year old from I, I believe she was from California, or from or, or in, yeah, Southern California, won the gold medal in sprint canoeing. Essentially, they sit in in a half crouched position on a canoe with with one paddle. It's a 45 second race, and she's got. Her traps are better than mine, right? I, I mean, so I, I'm i definitely going, going, going to hit the shoulders tonight just to try to compete with that 19-year-old. But that that's been amazing watching that. Uh, I've been watching the skateboarding. 13-year-olds winning winning gold medals is is incredible, is insane. And seeing seeing the Australians and and the and the, the Japan team just just on the podium like that that's that's been that's been amazing. Uh, we know that gymnastics is what it is, right? We we, we know we yeah. got, we, we, look, we know we're going to come out on top of that all the time when we're watching this Simone Biles and, and everyone on, on the squad there from the from the women's side. Haven't watched too much of the men's side because I've been so focused on what's going on on the women's side, but Montel, you you back in now so you can kind of contribute? Oh my gosh, this dude. can
3: barely hear you.
1: Yeah, it's... It's like you're half plugged in. You know, you probably use no Windows PC. You probably need to reboot or something. If you were <laughs> if you were using a real yeah, machine, man. yeah, like <laughs> like like a Mac Mini or a Mac Pro, you, you'd you'd be all right. Um, volleyball is huge. Volleyball is huge too. Dude,
3: did you see that men's volleyball? That serve, the guy from Italy, dude, he hit it straight up in the air, like eighty feet in the air, yeah. and he like, got, yeah, got stuck. Yeah. like what kind of serve is that
1: it's it's i've been watching so on the volleyball side i've been watching the um, the women's teams because there's been a lot of conversation about them and, and how fact I mean just how brutally honest, it, uh, 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 great that they are and and I've been I've been seeing it. Right, I I'm not even going to try to go down to Southern California, stand out on the beach, and pretend I'm gonna go to a volleyball court and act like I'm no. playing. After watching the level of, of of excellence that I've been seeing with that, but you know it, it's again it's good that the games are happening. It, it's good that. Um, the athletes are getting their opportunity. TV ratings are not where they should be, and you can contribute that, I guess, to the fact that no one's there, right? There's there's no fans there, and that, and that's a huge, huge, uh, blaring obstacle that's happening. What 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 do you think would be a way for for the, the second half of the Olympics coming up? Right, we, we we've got the the U.S. men's team that's getting ready to play for the gold medal game in basketball. So that that's great. You know, they beat Australia today, but. I guess, how can, since you're in esports, since you're kind of in, in the industry, so to speak, what, what's a way that, I guess, NBC and some of the networks that are showing some of the, the, the games can contribute and, and, and make this something that we want to tune into. You can bring some excitement to this last few days of, of the games going on.
3: Yeah, and I think it's kind of weird. I was actually in Tokyo right before COVID. So I got to see them okay. prepping for the Olympics. And I, I think it really hurt. Pushing it back a year hurt. And I think there's a lot of great athletes that aren't there because of the pushback. And I think we're missing some key athletes to begin with. And I, I think they should have pushed it back another year, truthfully, to let people. It's not the same. Like I said, people yeah. aren't in the stands. It's hard to get pumped up when it's you see this huge, empty stadium with four people yeah. yelling, right? It, it's
1: just hard. Yeah, you, you see all all the swimmers coming into the pool area. They're they're looking for accolades, right? They're calling their names right. and they're, and and they're trying to get get psyched up and get pumped up for the match and and nothing happens because because nobody's there. I'm it uh, looks like Watel is going to actually reboot that that the windows box. Oh. Talk to us, brother.
2: Can you hear me? Yes. Well, I had to reboot, man. There you go. I had to reboot <laughs> and join y'all. So I'm I'm back on good. Ask the game a, real quick, James.
1: Real quick. No, I'm gonna send you a new machine. I'm, I, I got a, I got a, I got a Apple laptop right here. I'm, I'm gonna send it to you. It's gonna be in the mail. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, me, repeat your question, man. Repeat your question real quick. It,
1: it was, it was about the Olympics. And uh, are you watching the games? Are you watching yeah. any sports that are different than you would typically watch? And, and your, watch, your, your thoughts I, and feelings.
2: Yeah, I, I watched the, 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 the young lady win in the Philippines win the gold medal. I thought mm-hmm. that was awesome. I mm-hmm. thought that was an awesome um, story. Yeah. Behind that was the first gold medal that they ever won i watched a little bit of that on the track and field i found myself watching the shot put men's yeah, and women's because yeah. that was just awesome the way they were competing and throwing throwing the shot put yeah i thought that was great um other stuff watching i've been you know you catch here and there i've been really watching volleyball man out that they've been doing so good in the volleyball thing it's just so many different pieces not the, the beach volleyball i can't get into too much but the regular volleyball, is, yeah. you know, so much going on. The U.S. team is, is awesome, yeah. uh, especially since their top two players got hurt and the subs had to come in and they played yes. really, really well. Yes. I just think um, those kind of things have just been interesting. I even found myself watching archery too, which I don't – I mean, you know, the bow and arrow thing is cool, but, I mean, you know how that goes. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I agree with Ben 100%. These are just different, man. This, this, this Olympics is so different and so not – fun or not enthusiastic or not there because there's no fans there there's no fans there rooting them on and me me personally being an econ business major in college I just can see the economy of Tokyo man it's just gone I don't know what they're gonna do because they put so much money into making this such a big th- deal and now it's getting ready to come to an end and there's nothing there I mean let's be honest there's nothing there there's no revenue from People stay in the hotels or from tourism, and there's not going to be any money coming in soon because of the COVID. So yeah, yeah. I'm not quite sure what they're going to do as far as an economy is concerned. And it's kind of disheartening because you hear all the telling tales of what happened from them going up to the Olympics, the things they had to do in order to make things right. And people had to suffer, obviously, because of displacement, because they were building new things and doing all this other stuff. Now you come back and say that, you know, they thought they were going to get billions of dollars. There's mm-hmm. now there's nothing. Um, And
3: And Montel, so this isn't the, I mean, if you look at Olympics in the past, like Mm -hmm. you look at the, you come back 10 years later, these stadiums are falling down and Mm -hmm. not being used, especially after a COVID year. Do you think that this is going to impact other countries from volunteering
2: the hosting? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe I don't
3: want to host it. Uh,
2: Absolutely. I think think Los Angeles needs to really think about it. I really do. I think LA needs to really think about, do they really want to host the Olympics coming up in the next three years? Mm -hmm. Because... I mean, yes, you'll get a U.S. base, and U.S. U.S. fans are really fanatical about spending money. But your real money comes in from from people outside of the U.S. coming to the coming to here, and spending those dollars.
1: Yeah, the you hotel know, this, revenue, the, the restaurant yeah. revenue, all everything outside of the of the actual in the game.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. This is the one. This is the one event, maybe outside the Super Bowl. That they really count on those international dollars, or, or the World Cup, the international dollars really coming in and driving a really surge into the economy. Mm-hmm. This is the one event that does it, and Tokyo is an epic fail with this one, unfortunately. And it's not, I don't, it's not the part it could do to the pandemic. I really like, I, like I said, like you said, Ben. I wish they would have just said, "We're stopping. We're going to push it out another year or two. and we just got yeah. to figure out how to recalibrate the Olympics every four years. Um, I think that would have mm-hmm. been the best, the best move for everybody, but. As you know, TV dollars drives a lot. NBC wanted their money because they invested so much money in it. So they said, we need something for viewers to look at. We're gonna give it to them them no matter what it is and hopefully buy it. But I mean, no memorabilia, no travel, no hotel stay, no car rentals, no visiting tourism money, no just out out fans, no restaurants, no, no, all that money's gone. And they can't, I don't don't know how they're gonna recoup it as a a, a country. So it's kind of sad in that instance, Happy for the athletes, but that's such a small microcosm of that whole economy which should be really thriving in this certain situation. So it's it's, it's, it's disheartening a little bit. But watching it, like I said, I'm engaged but kind of disengaged. I'm not really excited about it. just just what's on TV, and I like to see the competitive spirit of people. Yeah.
1: It's, it's almost our, our, your duty, right? You, you got to watch some piece of it. You know, you, you, you got to watch the opening, a little bit of it at least. You know, it, it, it's tough to watch the whole thing because it's so long. But mm-hmm. you, you got to see who's the last person, the the, the last torchbearer. You, you got to see a little bit of that. You got to watch a little bit of the closing. You got to watch your country when, when they're playing kind of those, those major uh, events just to to, to to be able to talk around the water cooler, right, and say, yeah, I I, I saw whomever do something. Kevin Cox is bringing up a good statement here because you were talking about L. A. Right, L. A. Doesn't necessarily have to build new facilities for the Olympics, but just yeah. kind of like uh, other folks, just um, well, because because Has already got a lot of facilities, right? They got the Rose Bowl, they, yeah. they've got um, all, all these other facilities already put in place. They'll probably have to do some remodeling, some some reconfigurations yeah. and things of that nature, but. Yeah is probably the outlier to that. If they go anywhere else right. in 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 the states right there's a whole lot of reconstruction and building and, and the and the cost Yeah, of yeah, all that,
2: but so. but due to do this thing with LA there there there's other things that are going that that infusion for cuz that money's already spent and those tax dollars are yeah, already being yeah. they 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 they're really counting on the hotels, the tourism, the influence of money that's coming into restaurants and all that. And if that doesn't come in and you're planning this money for that it's kind of a wall, you know, it, it drives a lot of some places out of business, let's be honest with you. Um, and the city the city has to be prepared because the city has to spend money on security, obviously, especially nowadays with security. You have to spend a lot of money on security. You have to spend a lot of money now on just isolating these isol- these athletes from COVID and all that stuff and placing people there. And then I don't know if he's ever been to L.A., but the travel through L.A. You know, you can't stay one side of L.A. and think right. you can get to in the bin on time. 405 is not a good freeway.
1: 405 is <laughs> not a good freeway.
2: Exactly. So I think I think they got to they, they invest a lot of money in that with the with the with the underground underground road, like the subway, the subway equivalent yeah. and all that other stuff in the light rail. So there's a lot that goes into it. And I believe L.A. And he's right. The Bay Area would, would probably be a good place as well. But they, there's a lot of money that still goes into it. Maybe not the restru- not the construction. But all the infrastructure that goes around is having an Olympic event, which yeah. is still a lot of which is still billions of dollars. And again, you got to like now you lay the pandemic on top of that. Mm-hmm. Man, we, you know, it's just not it's not it's not feasible for the community or that for that for that city. Yeah. I think as of right now, there's yeah. just too much effect to it, too, too much affects it.
1: Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what the the. the... The balance sheet looks like right after these games are over you know what what was how how much in the black or how much in the red that that Tokyo actually is and was and uh, if they start making some decisions maybe shortening the games maybe again um, lowering the budget lowering doing whatever trying to be something creative because, because again it doesn't look like it's going to really be a good thing financially for anyone so Mm-hmm.
3: And I'm sad about the, I mean, being in the industry, I go to Japan a lot. The people of Japan are beautiful. The countries are beautiful. So I think the world's missing out on a beautiful country mm-hmm. and beautiful mm-hmm. people for
2: mm-hmm. sure. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Good point here too, Kevin. Yeah. Rio. Every, everything, there is just just kind of mothballed and, and falling apart. I've, I've seen that. That's, that's, that's horrible. All right. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We got, how many more days of the games we got? Like, like I said, the team USA beat Australia today didn't think that you know, they've, been, they've been playing half-baked and they actually won, it was, what, like I say, 97-78 or something like that. We'll, we'll see what, what Durant and, and Lillard and um, who else we got. We got Devin Booker on the team. so
3: Devin Booker. Yeah,
1: we got, we got Booker on it <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to score. So you know, we, we need Book to come in and fix his nose, which is broken, and, 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 and score some points for the team so we, so we can
3: win. I think Barkley yeah. was almost getting ready to fly over and help him out.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you know, did you hear what Dame? I think Dame Lillard was saying that, uh, or Dray, it was either Dame or Draymond was saying that. Uh, they said the NBA has made them soft in the international game because calls they get in the NBA, they're they're not yeah, getting those push ahead. calls or yeah. hand check calls that they're that you, that you're used to getting. You don't get that in the international game. So he was like, the NBA is starting to make us soft when it comes to this play because we don't we don't. This is a foul yeah. it. It's yeah. not. A, it's not a foul. That, that level. So um, I thought that was a really interesting uh, take, you know, saying how the are supposed to be, you know, the, the, the sport with supposedly have the greatest athletes that you're saying that now the league and the rules around the league, they're making you software. You can't play at the international level or you can't play at your maximum level, the international level. I thought that was kind of hilarious. Yeah.
1: Well, I'll, I'll add in and I'll let you interject as well if you want, Ben. But I, I saw a story about and I think it was directly related to Harden. Right. James Harden. The, he will no longer get that foul called as he leans in to, to his opponent while he's trying to make that shot, right? Because, you know, and that's okay. one of the reasons that, that I, I really don't like Harden. I, I don't like uh, – who else is it? Who, is it, who else is that I don't like? Uh, Chris Paul. You're tripping. You're tripping. I, don't, I, I don't like James <laughs> Harden. I don't like Chris Paul. And just because of the way they play. But, you know, what? they're they're phenomenal athletes. They, they do great things. I don't want to get in no fights with any of them or any of their fans, so don't come around my house. I'm just telling you. <laughs> harden is now going to have a harder time next season with his no. little with his
2: little lean in foul. i'll show you the story no. you go ahead and talk no, no, i know the story you're talking about but james harden is the probably the best one-on-one scorer in the nba right now there's no one that can shot, him, shut him shut him down one-on-one now well, you if what, he's doing,
1: once he can't get them fouls called anymore we'll,
2: we'll, we'll see what happens I <laughs> man, I just, man, the nba just trying to just just trying to stir something up now what they need to do is is, is call that that kick roll sticking your leg out that should be an automatic foul on offense. That's the one they just need to change. Now you're but, talking I mean, about Draymond. See, it. now
1: you're talking about Draymond.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about your boy, Booker. That's what I'm
3: talking about. <laughs> ben, and I'm going be to need some help, Ben. Is yeah, this, I'm going to need some help. <laughs> is, is this the best player? Is this the best 10 players in the NBA playing over there?
2: No, not at close. Not even close. No, no. Even So, close.
3: I mean, it's it's pretty hard to watch that team when you know it's not the 10 best players in the NBA.
2: Yeah, but I mean, even though I know that everyone says the international game is caught up to the NBA, me personally, me personally, I wish they still would have stuck with the, the college formula, you know, taking the best players out of college, because they would have stayed, they would have, not, that would encourage some of them guys to stay yeah. longer in college. And two, I think they're hungrier to go play over there. NBA guys have really nothing to prove. Yeah. This is just, yeah, not this is pick yeah, this is a pickup game for them. This, hey, come cool. represent our country. They all want either the NBA championship, yeah. or they are looking for the money dollar. The international I mean, gold doesn't that, really mean too much.
3: That's why the dream team is so great, right? We hadn't done it mm-hmm. forever, so they were hungry. They wanted to yeah. prove a point that we're the best players in the world. Now it's been going on for so long, they're like, man, I'm not interested. In the
1: exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know, no they, and they don't play. They don't play like a team, yeah. just like Kevin is saying, right? It's it's, it's yeah. just uh, it's like the All Star game, right? They're, they're out there and it's all. I'm for myself I'm trying to get the highlight reel. I'm I'm working on my brand. Right I I'm, and and I'm not saying anyone's saying that out loud, but again it just looks that way when and yeah. when when they don't really look like a cohesive and, unit out there.
2: It's totally opposite for the women's basketball. They yeah. play excellent team ball yeah. Yeah. in, the, in the international. Yeah. yeah. I mean they Sue Bird and Taraski and and, uh, and, and, and all of them they play they play I mean they're playing like the best ball I have ever seen. I mean I've seen yeah. a girls team play. Yeah. Amazing. um the way they're playing. So it's it's funny. It's just it's like night and day between the men and women. It's funny like yeah.
1: that. I don't know. I do wish that the. I feel sorry. Well, I feel sorry. I feel bad for the women's soccer team, though our U.S. soccer team, because mm. that was the last. That was the last USA jersey that I bought when they won the World Cup, and the fact that they aren't going to be able to play for the gold, gold. Uh, I think they have to settle for probably the bronze. But and that's and that's great too, right? But but again, they, since they lost that game, and that was uh, uh, Carly Lloyd's probably her last mm-hmm. opportunity, just probably her last Olympics. Uh, but but that's all good. That was that was. A, that we was a commenting cool.
2: on James and Ben commenting on that. Do you think? Some of it's their fault because they kept those older players and then in they didn't inject some youth on that ooh. team. A lot of the so- women's soccer team. Yeah, ooh. Uh, man, because I mean, as great, great as they been, as uh, great as they been, there's not a lot of youth on that team. There's a lot. There's a lot of veterans, but I, I do think there is something when you inject youth, especially in international competition, because they're so they're so hungry and they're so destined and there's so much energy. It almost seems like the U.S. soccer women's soccer team. Thought they were gonna win just on merit and it it didn't go that way from day one. Yeah,
3: yeah. no, no, no. I agree. I think they they blew up last Olympics and then like I said, I think they've been living on that legend for the last four years, and even during the tournaments during the year, they slowly haven't been as great as they as they have. And like you said, there's been no no young superstars stepping up for leadership roles or to take that team over. There's no one to say it's your team now, take the reins.
2: Yeah, nah, Ben, I love I love your comment. I I shot that
3: directly, at <laughs> James.
1: He he, he wanted, he's trying to he's trying to pick at a scab because he wants he wants to start up something. I'm I'm not even going. I'm at this scab. Quick. I'm
2: not. Come on, Mister remember you bought the jersey and all that. Come on, man. <laughs> give give me that insight.
1: Look, I I I somewhat agree, right? But mm-hmm. again, you, you, it's tough to pull a veteran off of the off of the off the field, off of the court, off of the diamond. What whatever the case may be, right? How how you gonna pull a Kevin Durant, a LeBron James, uh, uh, whomever, right? Someone who represents the sport in in name face. Name, image, and likeness. Hold on, hold that thought, folks. How are you gonna pull them off of off of the playing field, right, when it's the biggest game of of the year of the century? So yeah, it may have made more sense to put in some folks with some fresher legs who who have probably done done some different types of maneuvers, but Megan Rapino's gonna be out there. Carly Lloyd's gonna be out there. it it just it just is that
3: is that your is that your job as a leader oh, to understand like, hey, I'm not up to par anymore as a leader. I'm going to step back a little. I need to be here, but I'm going to step back a little bit on my role and what I'm giving to the team. To be a great athlete and a great leader, isn't that part of the job? Once you get to that limit, I mean, we've seen it happen all the time in pro sports that guys go, you know what, I'm not there anymore. I'm going to step back and take a different role.
1: I think I've seen a lot of athletes say that in the locker room or at the bar or at a restaurant. But when it's, when, when it's between the lines, when after you suit them up, right. And you you guys all know too, we, you know, we we've all been there. We've laced them up, suited them up. We, we we don't want to come out. Ir- irregardless of broken hand, broken yeah. foot. I can't see out of one eye. I put me in coach, rub some dirt on it. Right. And I think it's that mentality. No, no, no player who is at the, who was at the top of their game, who knows that they're doing all the subway commercials the Megan Rapinoes, you know, that, that kind of thing. They're not going to go sit out. They don't want to come off. No one wants to come off the bench. What's well, Nothing's I, wrong with coming off the bench. I, I just don't, I don't think know. that I just, I don't think that the players would have gotten off the field Peacefully, I think the coach would have had an issue, and and I do think that the coach probably should have made some decisions, but that would have been just a tough, tough decision, which would have caused some some static uh, in in the press and in the news. I, I do, and and
2: I and I hear you, James. I think I think you're absolutely right, but that's where that's why you have a coach. I think yeah. I don't think it's up to players. I think you have that's why you have a coach yeah. to say, hey, you know what, I need to put somebody else in, and we need to sit you down. I think that's been, and I'm going to go back a little bit. That's why Papa Von, Pop uh, Pop. I can't mm-hmm. pronounce the name. Popovich. Lost, yeah. Lo- yeah, Popovich when he lost in the, in the Dream Team the first time. Yeah. And that's why he's struggling right now. Yeah. He's keeping guys in because they just want to be in or because of their namesake, not because of their production and them running what they want to run. Yeah, I think at some point you got to realize, you know, either a coach has to realize or, like you said, Ben, the star of the team or somebody on the team that has to realize, we need, this, we need to either change this up or do something different in order for us to be successful because everyone's starting to catch up. As you know, like you said, James, no one ever wants to come out, but we also know the level of competition and the and the level and the level of being being expert at executing, yeah. that margin grows closer and closer. <laughs> you know, and as you yeah. get older, the younger ones catch, they start to catch up a lot yeah. faster to get it closer. So um, I agree with you, no one wants to come off the field, but there needs to be someone in place to tell you, you know what? it's time for James to step in for Montel because James is producing a little bit more than Montel is. It's yeah. just, it, that's just the reality of the sport and everybody knows it. Um, Unfortunately, we, you know, I think the so- women's soccer team just didn't do that. I think, like you said, Ben, they've been living off winning that, taking her shirt off and sliding. Yeah. She's yeah. been, living, been living, off, living off of that picture for the last, you know, 10, years. 12 years. Uh, and it kind of would him and obviously caught of with him with Canada. I mean, Canada was so happy to beat them. Yeah. When they beat them in that, in that Yeah. yeah. Um, they were, I mean, they they thought they looked like they won. They won everything at that point. I thought that was great, but I think also on the opposite side on the men's basketball team, it kind of tailors over there. Pop is not managing. He's not managing like Coach K does. When Coach K did and, and Kobe was there, yeah. Look, hey, you, you ain't playing. You, you don't have that dominating personality. Also on their team, Kobe's a dominating personality. LeBron's a dominant personality. Kevin Durant is dominating on the court. He's not a dominating personality. Yeah. He he, Kevin worries he's, too much he's about what we're thinking about, right? Because he's always looking yeah, at his yeah, feed like, or his, his yeah, IG. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so they're they're missing a lot. They're missing a lot of that. their their skill set. They can beat anybody in the world every given day. Mm. But the dominating personality is not on that team. There's no one to say, hey, we, you know, we're down. We mm-hmm. we need we need to pick it up. We need to play defense. They basically get themselves in holes, and then they say, you know what? I just start shooting. <laughs> and when they you know, and when they go they go and when they don't go, they don't go. So start I don't making, know. I mean, I mean, you know, USF
1: basketball right now is kind of trash. <laughs> I love not know. As soon it's as they inbound the ball, just start shooting. My goodness, that 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 terrible. Then <laughs> see what you then walked into, man. You 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 already know, yeah. but this, this is this is how we get down. Welcome to Team No Sleep, where we, we break it down. All yeah. right, we we hinted at it. Let, let's go ahead and get into a little bit more of a detailed conversation. And and this is. We keep talking about it because it's relevant. Uh, name, image, and likeness, folks. We, we talked about it literally the day before it was announced to the world and told you that uh, every single amateur athlete in the NCAA was going to um, find a way to, um, I don't want to say cash in, but to take advantage in a good way, take advantage of this new opportunity. Because again, finally, these athletes are going to be able to it, actually gain revenue uh, take care of themselves, take care of their family, off of uh, their abilities, and it's just rightfully so. It's a long time coming. It's only been a couple. How long has it been? Only a couple of weeks, a couple of months, right? Since this whole That's thing about is really, month, roughly
2: about a month has, about a month. has, has yeah.
1: blossomed and ballooned out ben from from your perspective talk to us about what you're hearing and seeing because again you're you're kind of intertwined with some of the things that are happening with some athletes probably but your your thoughts your personal thoughts and perspectives on on the nil situation and how do you think that it will shape up once school starts and once once the once the teams actually start lacing up and, and and getting out there on the field
3: and i and i have a couple different views right as a As in the video game industry, I'm super excited, right? Because some old school games like NCAA football and basketball games everyone played can come back now. People wanted them to come back and we can put college kids in games. But from a personal standpoint, like I said, my son played college sports, I played college sports. I, I think this was needed, but was it is it the right way they did it? Right. There's going to be some disparity between mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. Texas and Humboldt State, right? <laughs> or I mean, even, even yeah. between the D ones, there's San Diego State and USC. There's going to be some yeah. some differences, right? So, mm-hmm. how does this impact recruiting? How does this impact the league formation? I I think we don't know the impact of this yet. As you as you guys talk about, once we start the actual practice starts and more money starts flowing mm-hmm. this is going to impact the future of college athletics and how it's viewed and how we see it for sure so oh. i mean i see both sides yeah.
1: let me let me let me take him somewhere and i know i know you you want to go in, in a couple of directions too montel so so we're, we've only talked about you know the game and, and then the revenue more, more money in a checkbook montel and i have talked a lot about just the whole aspect of again i'm a 17 18 19 year old coming from living wherever I live with, with a hundred dollars in my pocket. Now I got Burger King offering me $50,000 to go up and flip Whoppers for, for a day. That's a whole different conversation that's starting to happen now again at that 17, 18, 19 year old. What, All what, right. what are your thoughts about again, who owns ensuring that that young athlete is, represented, taken care of is, is, is cognizant of how to, how to work with that type of new influx of cash. You know, do we as a society right. have, have ownership for that? What are, what are your thoughts about that?
3: Yeah. I mean, this goes back to our, our talk about sports and society, right? As we're saying sports mold, these young athletes from a young age, I think it's going to get even more important for coaches, family members to help these kids out.
2: I mean, mm-hmm.
3: we, I, I always like going back to the Reggie Bush situation of man, he was mm-hmm. doing it under the table or even Johnny Manziel came out recently yeah. and said, Hey, I got paid $30,000 to sign a hundred autographs every yeah. week. I was, he was making $30,000 a week under the yeah. table with no one, knowing it, Crazy. So it's, it's been going on like it or not already. And, and I think direction, I think the NCAA should help with like, I don't even know if it's with social workers or investment managers with these kids on how to stay straight and use that money correctly. But I mean, the kids deserve it. I mean, it's that's a hard conversation too. I remember having this conversation with parents or people against college sports. Are like, well, you're getting a degree. I'm like, yeah, these kids, they don't, they don't have time to get a job. When you play football, yeah. six in the morning, go you know on to lift weights. You go to school, then practice from three to 10 o'clock at night. Then you got an hour to do homework and go to sleep and do it all. You don't got time to have a job. So don't tell me That's true. they have time to get a job. These kids deserve the money. But I agree. There's got to be some direction because money's going to be thrown everywhere. Yeah. It's, the floodgates yeah. have opened. And well, you guys see that Texas quarterback. He's skipping his senior year of high school.
1: Yes. 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 Right. Yeah, I I don't, I don't think that's yeah. a good. I don't think. Well, I'll no. I'll, I'll,
2: I'll leave that alone. But I, I don't really think well, that I, that's a great. See, you guys have been hypocritical. Yes, it is a great idea because he's going to skip high school. I don't think go to Ohio State. He, he's already he's already signed a contract to make eight hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So how are you going to tell me that's not great for for eighteen for eighteen year old his family to skip yeah, high school yeah. to go be a red shirt and they make eight hundred thousand dollars? That's you've been a hypocrite. Look, his job is to go make yeah. money, right? His his job is no, also he, to get an education. <laughs> his job. I, I, he graduated I think, though. He's graduated from
1: high school. So if he graduates, that, that's it. Get that piece of paper and let his mom throw the confetti when he walks. You know, just, just get that piece of paper signed. Get get that. At least have that in his back pocket as well. But if yes. he's leaving just because he's a junior and saying, I, I got all this cash waiting for me for, for going here, I, I don't agree with that. I don't agree in the so, gap well, years okay. of trying to come back and try to get that. Okay, that so,
2: so, 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 man, hold on one second, Ben. So, you mean, tell me, you said it was okay for those basketball players to sign those contracts and play when they're 16 through 18, and that was okay for them to make money, but, but it's not okay school. for the school. My, Remember, my, my, so my
1: understanding was that they were still in school, though. So, but, but he's
2: he is in school, but he's going to college. He's just skipping playing his senior year football. And going and enrolling in Ohio State, he's going okay. to Ohio State.
1: Okay, so so if, if he's still going to some type of education piece, then, yeah, then yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. he's not just He's okay. not a dropout. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. I, yeah, because yeah, I would yeah, have, yeah. I would have problems with that. You know, Daddy yeah, would yeah. have a problem with yeah. that. But as long as he's <laughs> still pursuing the education no, no. piece, because anything could happen in sports, right? You you can yeah. you can you can yeah. break your ankle walking outside to get the mail, and and then that yeah, whole yeah. thing is over. Right. So as long as yeah. that part mm-hmm. is happening, then then I'm good. Okay.
2: Yeah, he's he's, he's he's just skipping his senior year, okay. senior year high school football. I but he's already enrolled. He's, 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 yeah, he's enrolled to go to Ohio State now. He's, he's just not playing football. He's going to go redshirt at Ohio State because he already has contracts in line for his NIL up to eight hundred thousand dollars. So I don't okay, see no problem, that. I'm glad I, I'm how standing. How
3: now are we are we going to get our these kids taking their GEDs and the requirements are getting yes, lowered you by are. these schools because they they're, they're going to go. Yeah. Well, listen here. If I can get this kid in early and he doesn't get hurt his senior year, we'll let him in to USC. Yep. Think
1: about that. That's that's state. a whole different conversation. Just just what I, you said I, right I, now off exactly. the top of the dome. Yeah. That's a whole different conversation yeah.
2: now. Well, we we've we've already seen kids leave early to go to school. That's been that's been something oh, yeah. happening a lot. But now I think it's going to happen more so. You know, like the trend that's going to be a trend for those those star, those five star athletes. Hey, you know what? I mm-hmm. can go ahead and go. I can get. I got my junior film. I've already got the offer. If I can go ahead and cash out on my GED or if I got enough credits to graduate, I'm going to early enroll in college right now mm-hmm. and I'm going to go, go get paid while I go play. It's, that's just the nature of the beast is going to be right now. That's another that's just another right. facet of the NIL that's going to affect recruiting and affect the way things go. Um, I want to touch up on another part. Negatively. Oh, good.
3: No, and no, go, 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 annually, ahead, go ahead. You're going to see this, Montel, you already see this, where we see kids, I had this, you see it, where kids think they're too good for D3 or NAIA. Mm-hmm. So now they're yeah. going to say, well, if I go D3, I ain't going to get no money. So I'm going to hold out because I'm going to go D1 and get the money. Where we know these well, kids aren't going D1, but yeah. less kids are going to go to college because they're going to have that mindset of, I need to get that money. I need to get that money.
2: I, 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 and I, I, I agree with you to a degree. Uh, but this is going to be where I think coaches need to come in. Parents need to be very honest with their child, mm-hmm. and the kid needs to be honest with himself. Where do you fit in? I don't. I think. I think there'll be money for D threes, especially in the rural areas, because those local, it's, local it's, businesses yeah. will give. They'll give them a little bit of money here and there from the NIL. But like you said, those guys that are living that dream. Hey, I'm I'm Division One. I'm a Division One. <laughs> but you're a five nine quarterback. Hey, hey, it's not money. You know,
3: parents. Parents aren't honest. They live. Yes, they're not.
2: They're
3: (laughs) lying lying to their kids.
1: Talk about talk about that, though, man. Right. Again, because every parent swears that their kids should be starting, should be, should be you know, what, whatever I get get
3: in in fights with family members, kids that I go, your kid's not good enough for D1. I can get them into D3. No, no, no! He's going to Notre Dame. I'm like, yeah. No, he's not. They no. don't want to hear it. They Maybe. don't. want Maybe to hear on a it. on no. an
1: academic scholarship, but not no. on an athletic. They,
3: they'd one. rather they'd rather not play than go to a D three or an yep. AIA. and that's, that's and that's shameful. That's well, and you know what's
2: what, what's what's so sad about that? Because I deal with it all the time, Ben. You know, I deal with the all star. I deal with it every. I deal with it every year. A, a, a ton of kids that want to go or not go. I call it the thirty third and, and one third percent. Thirty mm. third and one third will will go. They'll go to school. They'll do everything they're supposed to do. They'll figure it out. They'll graduate. Thirty three and a third will be in limbo. They can't figure out what to do. They may go to JC. They'll still try it. They'll go and they'll try it all. And the last thirty third will mess it all up. They will not go to school. They'll drop out. They'll try to live the D one dream. Try to figure mm. it out, and it'll all it'll all fizzle on out. At the bottom line, what I don't think kids understand. 80% of everybody on Alabama doesn't go to the NBA, NFL.
1: That's
2: NFL 80% of that team never plays in the NFL That's ever. True.
1: That's true.
2: Matter of fact, 80% of that, of that team never sees the field. They are on the bench just standing there wearing a uniform. That's true. And they go to practice. So you mean to tell me out of the 120 players they have on our 80 of those guys are not ever playing. There's only the guys that start and a few reserves that play and they get to go to the NFL. That's it. Every year. Most of those guys are on the bench.
1: Hold that point right there because this is perfect right here I mean I, I, it's, it's almost like brother Cox is is reading your mind, so he, he his comment right about that is but if you can be a top dog on a second tier team instead of a bench player in a top program, that nil money makes sense right well the again- thing
2: is yeah, yeah he was reading to my comment if you, if you're not playing on Saturdays, you will never play on Sunday, so you need to find a place ah. where you can play on Saturday <laughs> so you can get an opportunity Boy. to play on Sunday right.
3: But but tell me this, Montel. We've heard it over and over. How many kids won't leave because it's not worth it for oh. them to go to D two? They would rather Th- sit on thirty three and one third. I'm telling you. <laughs> a, yeah,
2: they'd rather sit. It's, on it's the that new
1: Montel math right there, boy.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, man, That's it's crazy. it's one out of every three that don't that won't go. I man, I've had parents and kids tell me. I mean, got full not full rides because you can't get a full ride in D two. But damn it, they're paying z- zero dollars. Zero dollars. Right. They say, oh, my baby's not going to go there because it's in the They'll make every excuse not to go there and play mm. and go to J C and go to JC and try to run a rough house. The JC route, which is a much harder route and then say what happens after that. And nine out of 10 times, they fall right back in the same spot as the JC. They're still getting offered oh, by man. division twos and not division ones. I've only had two players in my whole. I've been doing this for a long time. Only two players have proved me wrong. One was Kinslow, Kinslow. I forgot Kinslow's last name he he played at helix he didn't want to go there he ended up going to jc got he went to usd division 1 program and his brother his brother went to youngstown state youngstown state did the same exact thing so they didn't go big time division 1 they went division 1 aa i told them they were d2 players okay. but they went they, they went division 1 at all this time I've, I've never I've hardly ever been wrong um these guys don't understand man like i don't think i think people need to take their kid go to a a, a real live division 1 game and let your son sit there and watch his position, because I'm gonna tell you right now: if you're not the best on your team, not the best on your league, not the best in your county, and not one of the best in your state, you are not Division One. Now, tell I'll, the truth. You know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. There's some ex- there's like some ex- exceptions to the rules. Don't get me wrong, but Division One is like NFL. It's a cookie cutter. You got to fit a certain size, certain speed, certain oh, everything yeah. in order for you to get get your foot in the door. And if you don't meet those criteria, they cut you out. Now, again, there's some exceptions to the rules. Some guys do something so dominant mm-hmm. when they don't meet some of those other those other attributes that they're able to get in and be able to shine. But they don't talk. They, they talk. They talk about that one. How great it is. They'll never talk about the eleven hundred. thousand and never make it that had that same attribute they never get in mm. so they, they, you know you got to be careful of falling into that hole working with nike you know I, working with the nike guys when i was working with them and doing the things and doing you will see all these guys that were supposed to be top athletes but when you start to get the measurables and start doing them and, and putting people side by side and see what's going on you could easily tell who's not a division one athlete and who's not mm. it's, it, it's, you, it's you very it's, it's really black te- and white you can't teach you
3: can't teach size and speed right? No, you know, I
2: can't. You, yeah. you got it. You don't. And you, and I mean, you can't, you can't buy that. Too. He yeah.
3: knows Montel knows my son. He was a college quarterback. He's not six foot mm-hmm. four. He's six foot tall. Yeah. So I told him, I'm like, you're not D1. You're not six foot four. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. They're looking for yep. this mold, and yeah. that's not yep. you. So let's it, go it, talk to these D2s it, if it, you want to play.
2: This is, I, my son, my, my, my youngest son now is going to college. He's going to Southwest Minnesota State. He, won, you know, he had aspirations of going to going Division one. I, I want to play D1. Great son, great that you want to, but let's talk reality. You know, yeah. let's talk reality at this point. You know, your numbers are pretty good. You you shown you, you showing some glimpses. You're you're strong. You got all these things, but you don't fit that mold. And once you if you don't fit that mold, your numbers need to be astronomically out of the ballpark when you don't meet that mold. And if your numbers are then then they they can they may question your way a little bit, but I don't you know you're not going to Division One, so. Let's concentrate on being dominant at the Division Two level and Mm -hmm. developing. See the Mm thing—the thing thing that people don't understand at D1, the development rule is over with. You—they're not there to develop you anymore. Division One, you better already be developed, and they're coaching you at that point. At least, and I told my son at the Division Two, and maybe Division One AA, they will help develop you. They want to build a program around the players they build they bring in. Big time Division One programs aren't talking about building no program. Yo, you either ready or not, and if you ain't ready. Back to the bench, home way. And matter of fact, you might get cut if you mm-hmm. keep messing around. Yeah. So I don't think people understand the dynamics of Division One football. One, how cutthroat it could be, and how crazy it is as far as getting kids in and being to sustain it. We Ben, we're in San Diego. We have a ton of talent in football, just like in Sacramento. I'm talking about a ton of talent, guys that are Division One talent. How many guys fizzle out of just going to San Diego State that we thought were going to be great, they're great right. high school players every year? I mean, guys used to oh, they went to San Diego State, they're going to be something. Fizzled on out. Don't know where they're at now. Never played. Some quit. We don't even know what happened. That's and I'm talking about that's a large amount, a large scale amount of kids that if they want to win Division Two route or maybe a lower level route, they would be superstars and maybe even competing for All Americans. I think some of them had had that kind of ability. Okay. Um, but they don't for some reason someone equates Division One with the NFL and it doesn't work that way. That's not that's not the ultimate way to get into. The league or the way to be able to prosper the thing is you got to be able to play on saturdays be effective on saturdays and see it going you're seeing it in the draft guys from nai guys from division yeah. three guys from yeah. division yeah. two are getting drafted yeah. now they're
1: starting to get looks that's true yeah, yeah. yeah. They're,
2: they're starting to get looks now and if they don't get looks on that they go over and play in canada canada's full of division two and division three guys that are playing over there now you have the xfl yeah. and these other leagues that are popping up with these division two and division three guys Guys are playing overseas that are Division Two II and Three guys, but you know what? All those guys have in common—they played on Saturdays. They weren't on the bench at a Division One program. <laughs> Make it so, plain, brother. Okay. Make it, keep uh, talking. Uh, I'm,
1: I'm letting uh, I'm letting the conversation go because that's making I'm, it plain. I'm sorry. Right
3: there. I think I think I molded this question, and we've kind of shifted. But my <laughs> my original comment was, it's going to be interesting to see how this molds all of it from from NIA to d One. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting couple of years of how this changes college sports. It's going to be an evolution. Yeah, I, sure.
2: I I got one comment though. So, I mean, I want to go back to like your original, what you were talking about as far as the money, the money shift. And we can already see the money shifting now with, uh, with, the, I believe Texas and Oklahoma is going to the SEC.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's, that's a, that's a done deal. So with that being said, they're going there for the money reasons because now they get oh, big yeah. time recruits and now they have a prime time game every week they play going to the sec they will not playing. They're not going to be playing no Kansas where Kansas is 0 8 and they're going to be 10 and 0. That's not going to happen in the sec, you know? So they made that shift to go over there. Now I'm, I'm hearing rumblings that the big 12 is trying to shop to get teams going in. Maybe San Diego state might be one that might, that's just another for another discussion, but everybody's positioning themselves for money to get money and get recruits and be dominant mm-hmm. just for this NIL reason for real, because the, the better you are as a team, the more TV time you get, the more exposure you get, and the more of a NIL you're going to be able to get for some of these play some of these people. Um, I think go to your original question, Ben, like how it's going to tear down. I think it's going to tear down in the smaller markets. I mean, obviously, big time guys at SEC are going to get big time money, and it's just going to kind of sh- scale itself all the way down to the smaller schools to where guys are getting fifty dollars, you know, to just to do something. Yeah.
3: And as a coach and recruiting, how do I say? It? I'm from Texas. You come here, I guarantee you, I got a deal with Burger King already. It's going to give you a hundred thousand dollars every year you start.
2: If you then you know here, what, right? You're going to lose out. I have this argument. With everybody, I think USC and UCLA right now have the best advantage of recruiting right now with the NIL. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I could put you in films. I could put you on commercials. I could put you in anything you want. You just come here. You come here, you'll be an extra in a bodyguard, and you'll make fifteen hundred dollars a week. Who what freshman is gonna turn that down? And you're gonna be around all the beautiful women and, and be able to do all this stuff. Right. You can go to the Playboy mansion and take pictures and be in Playboy, and they got such a big advantage at USC and UCLA. It's it's crazy. And now, what does that do to the schools like let's play with San Diego State and Boise State? If I'm yeah, going after right. the same recruit, these schools went out every time. Now the only thing is there's only so many out, there's only so many scholarships they can give. So you eventually you'll run out. You'll run out. But you know, you're going to be able to get the kind of player you want with the, NI, with the NIL. I think NCAA purposely released this because I think it's something that's going to, it's going to tear itself down before it, it blossoms and be, be okay. Because I don't think a lot of kids are ready for that kind of impact and that kind of money.
3: Hey, how about this? How long before colleges like USC and UCLA goes, I don't have any scholarships left, but I can guarantee you that I can get you a contract to get paid. You're not going to get Why a not? scholarship but I got to deal with subway so you're getting yep. money so that can pay for school right so that I think gives they're going to use all yeah scholarships.
2: yeah, yeah that, they they're going to be able to use all that for walk on money everything they're going to be able to use yeah. all that stuff to their advantage to be able to land big time recruits now right now the SEC is hot because everybody wants to play for Alabama uh I think Georgia in the Atlanta area that anywhere those was a big metropolis they are going to benefit because they got a lot of money where they can go ahead and market these kids i feel sorry for schools yeah. like boise byu um places that are smaller markets you're never going to attract the top recruit ever again that, that that those days are over with they won't ever happen no more
3: and you're going to see a shift in the powerhouses you're going to it switch back to the usc's texas miami mm-hmm. schools and big cities that have mm-hmm. the money to give
2: yep i, I agree Alabama, with that one
3: Alabama's not a big city they don't have that much money to give. Yeah. like no texas, right. So, but right but we'll see the
2: right I think with Alabama, the unique thing that they have, they have Nick Saban and they got that little, they got the powerhouse, of they keep rolling. Them and Clemson, because both Clemson's in a small city as well, right now. But I will, uh, you're absolutely right. That power, that power shift is going to, in the next three years, you'll see all the top recruits going to UCLA, USC, maybe Georgia Tech, Georgia. They're going to go to where the big cities are at because they know that money. Is going to be there. And I'm not talking about small chump change no more. It's I'm talking about kids money.
1: are going to be signing. Yeah, it's, it's TV money. It's brand money. Yeah, it's
2: TV money. money. I'm getting $50,000 just to go sign with USC, and they, they want me just to, you know, I'm going to be I'm, – I'm coming in as a nickelback. And I'm I not projected to start yet, but they're going to give me 50000 And once I start starting, I'm going to be making $100,000 a year or 150000 I mean, this is ridiculous to be giving these kind of kids this kind of money with no management skills, no money skills, no, no other skills because – as me and James are talking, this scenario I was like the paint. These kids made money for four years, right? He's making a hundred thousand for four years. He doesn't make the NFL and he doesn't make anywhere. Mm. What happens to that young man now?
1: Yeah, when 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 that uh, when that little money I, that he's getting from from Subway and Starbucks and and, and Burger King dries up because he can't he can't get out there and produce anymore. You're
2: right. I I, I predict no, this. Go ahead, go, no, no. Let me let me just say real quick, Ben. I, go ahead, go I predict ahead. this real quick. I predict this real quick. I believe there is going to be a mental health issue in college sports in the next five to six years where we're going to deal with a high suicide rate of former athletes. I'm telling you because the psyche of someone that's been playing for all these years, playing at a high level, and it automatically stops for all those athletes that have been there. You go into a depression mode or automatic. When you're, you're senior year and you know you're not playing no more, there's a depression mode, whether it's high school or so on. You go into a type of depression mode and now you add i have no way of feeding i have no more i don't have any more ways to generate money so you add that on top of poverty and less options you just, you got a big cocktail for for disaster situations so i believe i would hope the ncaa starts to recognize it, it could foresee it but i don't know what's going to happen
3: and you know it happens already you know this montel i'll give an example when jordan was at Humboldt. his roommate was a San went of san Diego's top receivers he got the Humboldt. he wasn't playing after a month he quit he couldn't deal with not being Mm -hmm. a superstar receiver and not starting every day and he quit he didn't make it past a month yeah it's it's already happening
2: wow yeah but 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 now but say but but now let's let's put this dynamic right you just said he goes to humboldt someone's offered him twenty-five thousand dollars a month so he's not quitting now he's gonna play he's on the bench he's riding he's depressed and now after the year, he quits. So now I'm no longer making the money I was making when I was spending and balling out or doing whatever he was doing, or the money I was just sending back from mom for rent. is ran out. And my options are, are limited. You're dealing with now a big time psyche that this kid has never, no one has equipped him to deal with. As we get older, we learn how to deal, deal with adversity and deal deal with things and deal with disappointment. It's hard to tell somebody that's 18, 19, 20 years old, it's over with, and now you're dealing with all the disappointment, and now you're cutting off the financial factor. hmm See, right now they're not dealing with the financial fact. That's something you not have to think about.
3: Yeah.
2: Now you no, have I to agree. deal with it. So I, I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm real. The NCAA is not full of dumb people. I know that for a fact. They're not dumb people because they made all this money for all these years. So why would you unleash a beast like this on when you know a ton of the athletes are going to benefit from a lot of money? Come from situations where they don't know how to manage money, very poor management. It happens in the NFL all the time. Guys go broke all the time. Yeah. That's what so makes true. what makes you think you're not going to be able to deal with that whole different kind of psyche a collegiate athletes because now at this point they're no longer college athletes they're pros the they're professionals.
1: yeah
3: here's,
2: they're getting paid. Here's, here's
3: the reality NCAA don't care NTA is about the NTA. Exactly, and
2: that's my point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They don't that's care. It they does, don't they care. do not care. Yeah. They
1: don't care. You are you are now part of the the machine uh, officially. Now now yeah. you're getting paid. You're you're officially part of the business machine. And and that so so folks, that, 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 I'm talking to the audience, right? This this is why we keep hounding on this comment and on this 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 uh, this topic because it, it's so relevant. It's so timely, and someone needs to be having this conversation. Hopefully, someone in the boardrooms at, at the Nikes and the Reboxes and the and at the Crimson Tide and and at wherever is, is having these conversations about preparing these young folks to be prepared for these checks and how to, how to deal with it and how to, how to manage it and, and how to take care of themselves mentally and financially, spiritually, all, all of that. Right. Because it, it's coming down and there's going to be a lot of folks with, uh, with broken hearts when They are no longer on the team, no longer wanted. They hurt themselves. So now it all dries Mm -hmm. up. And I I like how, and I, I, I don't like the truth of it, but I like the fact that you keep talking about it, Montel. There's going to be some serious consequences of some of these people who, again, start with nothing, end up having a lot something happens and then they don't have anything and they don't have nowhere to go. So let's let, let's let's mm-hmm. just hope that something keeps talking. Some and we keep talking, let's just hope that something happens again within the organizations that are uh running these running these situations. So
2: absolutely.
3: So I just thought of a, a different scenario. I just thought about so I sign I'm Nike. I sign a kid mm-hmm. and I go this. I go, listen, I'm giving you money, but guess what? These are the schools that are Nike schools. I want you to go to one of these schools.
1: Too. Mm, yeah. That's yes. true too. You know what? That's too true.
3: That, that's, that's I mean if, if you want the if you if you want this money, you have to go to one of these Nike schools or else we're going we're going to stop the contract.
1: But that that's a real conversation right that's there because real, <laughs> if you can't go to an Under Armour school, right? And you you can't go rocking Puma. Does anyone still rock Puma? I don't, I don't know. right? But you can't go do no. that.
2: Wow. <laughs> right? So, Ben, like one more scenario before you go, before you go, or before we wrap up or where we're going to go. Um, so the kid from Alabama, got, what, $800,000 a quarterback? Yeah. hasn't played yet? Tell me what happens to him if he doesn't pan out. What do you think happens to that young man when he doesn't, if it doesn't pan out? If he's not – Alabama's losing. Alabama goes 7-4 because, you know, that's a losing season to them. If they if they don't make it to the playoffs, so this kid can't let him lead them to the playoffs, what happens to that young man? Because now you have a tag on you.
3: Yeah, they're first off, they're they're removing that contract. We're not paying you anymore. You guys lost one, mm-hmm. he, and it goes mm-hmm. back to your your comment about the mental. He's going to transfer too. I'm going to transfer. Miami won this year. I'm going to go transfer to Miami and still keep my hundred thousand, right?
2: <laughs> mm. I, I think it just opens up. I think I think we're dealing with like like I said, players that are supposed to be getting paid all this money. I honestly believe it. what if the performance does is 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 not up to par then what starts to happen you know especially like basketball even baseball with pitchers and all that stuff if your performance is not up to par and we're paying you all this money even though you're the face you're deemed as being the face of what we're doing what starts to happen when either we start to pull that money away or you now since everybody knows about what you're getting paid that target is on your back the kind of scrutiny you're going to be up under because listen let's, let's be honest when I was seventeen years old, I can't handle the scrutiny. I can handle now. I don't know how to deal with scrutiny. <laughs> I don't know how to deal with people's opinions as, as good as I do now. Back a little, then, a little rough on the edges. Yeah, back yeah then, It's right. like you know, you say too much, just fight. Yeah, you know, or to <laughs> say too much, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure out how to do something. I'm really, I'm really concerned about how these young men are going, or young men and young ladies, how they're gonna deal with the scrutiny once it doesn't. And then there's another part that I just talked about. Where's the disparity between men and women when it comes to getting paid for an NIL? Mm-hmm. You know. Because yeah. I do believe it's going to become an issue at some point. Why are they getting this much money and we're not? I know they're not, I know we're not bringing in as much, but hey, we're both representing the same school. We're doing the same job. We're working for the same team, which is University of Alabama. How come he gets this much and I don't get this much?
1: That's a decent point. I'm actually taking a note to bring that. Maybe we'll talk about that for sure next time as well. Yeah. That pay disparity, yeah. that's a good thing.
3: And your comment, I mean, it's already happening. Like I'll bring up. So Danny Etlin was at Purdue. He's a quarterback that worked out in San Diego that I know real really? well. He went to Purdue, and they deemed him the next god of Purdue. He's going to be Drew Brees. He's the next Drew Brees. And as a freshman, they started. Him. His face was plastered all over Purdue. Every restaurant, he was the next Drew Brees. He didn't pan out. Yeah, mm-hmm. And I know his family personally, and it was hard for him. He ended up transferring to LSU, having some problems there, and playing finally, but it took him. They threw all this weight of the world on this kid that you're the next Drew Brees. As a 17-, as 18-year-old a kid, he couldn't handle it.
2: Yeah. yeah. And
3: it, it took him four years to finally to transfer to LSU and, and get where he needed to be, but still it, it didn't pan out like he was supposed to. He's in NFL now. I think he's a backup for Seattle, but that's a that's a rough, rough road for a 17, 18 year old kid.
2: Yeah, yeah man. And, and and everyone's not gonna be supporting as probably his family was and yeah. helping to maneuver him through. You know, you 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 put that same situation on a person like myself who comes from a single mom, never had a college education, oh, yeah. you know, was you know was a hustler all her life and was able to make ends meet. She can't tell me the dynamics of something like that, how am I supposed to handle it? Right. Um, unfortunately my father wasn't in the picture, so he couldn't tell me. So I probably would be in a loss state of loss of mine. If I, if I was in that same scenario, I would probably wouldn't know what to do. And nine, you know, let's let's, let's if we're doing probabilities. Most likely I probably went and and ran down the wrong road or run to yeah. something where would steer due me to, the, to, to trouble. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah.
1: Tell you what, let me uh, pull this one comment up and then we'll close that on here. It depends on if it's guaranteed money or only a certain percent each week based on exposure. If an athlete is injured and doesn't play week four, Does he not get paid?
2: The same to school, man. This is endorsement, so that money's typically guaranteed. Yeah. Guarantee.
1: Now, now, okay, so we, we actually agree on some. So that was actually going to be the statement that I made there too. But I, I wanted I wanted to hear uh, what, what the what the roundtable had had to say on that. Mr. Cox, appreciate that question. But again, you see all of this stuff is just gray matter right now. We try we mm. we're third person looking in. Right? We're, we're the money morning quarterbacks trying trying to figure this out. But at least we're having this conversation. I, I think he's actually got that term trademarked. Hopefully, I don't I don't I don't get in trouble for that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh man, I I've said some wild things on on, the, on this show that we, we won't get any endorsements from ESPN, from Fox. Um I'd already told you how much I'm I'm not a Harden fan, how much I'm not of a Chris. Paul. It it's all bad, right? We're trying to grow and I and I'm just keep knocking us down. Um <laughs> let let let's let me talk a little bit real quick about and, and then we'll, we'll we'll wrap here. Football is back, y'all. Right? Uh, Hall of Fame game is going right now. My Steelers are are ahead of the Cowboys nine to three right now. So hopefully we can maintain that. Coach Bill Cower got his notice it's either yesterday or or today. He's actually getting into the Hall of Fame. So shouts out to him. I know you guys mm-hmm. are, are are both football fans. Talk to us about uh, this little uh, this lull that we've had as you guys had to wait. You know that were, were you patient now that we're back right? Football is back. You guys are good now. Man, you feel you feeling all right we got some football back
3: i'm happy to have it back i i mean you brought you watching the game right point. now that, you know that's what you're looking yeah. at right <laughs> now <laughs> it's a low for me too because i i used to be a Chargers fan and i took a hit Oh, then moving to l.a yeah oh. and i took like a, i took it i took a year two years off but now i'm back
1: okay i don't have
3: a team so i'm open if anyone wants to recruit me as a fan i'm open <laughs> right now but yeah, I'm, I'm ready for football to start I mean there's some crazy stuff and then I've actually changed my views I used to be a Tom Brady hater I can't I can't talk trash anymore he's the GOAT I can't as much as I hated him just, just, just get
1: in line brother get in line right when, when you wear when you got seven rings like that you know you, yeah. you just you, you there's no deflate gate that, that, that gets you seven rings right. Right. there's none yeah, of that. I was the
3: biggest Tom Brady hater in the world, and now I'm like, I'm wrong. He's the GOAT. He's the man. I, I am wrong.
1: He went to Tampa Bay and pulled out a, a championship. That That's a bad yeah. man right there. Montel, what's, what's yeah. wrong? You, you look like he's mad about something. Oh, no, Montel, no, no,
2: football no. no. Is I'm, back, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for football to come back, but I'm more ready for college football to come back more so than NFL. Yeah. Um, NFL football yeah. to me is it, great, and I like it when it gets, you know, midseason. Beginning of the season is kind of rough rough. Midseason season gets good. Obviously, playoffs is always excellent to kind of dig dig into. But I get jaded on football, mm. on professional football. Mm. Um, just the politics behind it. I really get jaded on it like, now you're playing the African National Anthem. uh, yeah. You know, the stuff yeah. they did to Kaepernick, I'm still not forgiving of that because they still haven't said, hey, he was standing for the right cause and we were wrong. Yeah. You know, they haven't admitted that just yet. Um, I just I, the, the politics behind the NFL really do jade me. Uh, but I'm a still a fan. I'm still a fan of football. Period. As, as it goes, but it starts off for me when college football starts. I think that's probably the next purest form of football you can get. Well, we could get before pre, you know, NIL, You could get next to high school. What, yeah. would you know, a little bit more advancement. Um, I'm really looking forward to Chris Alave at Ohio State, San Diego native kid that is going to be one of the top players in the nation, I believe. I'm looking forward to Weber State, Rashad Ridley. Um, over at Weber State, who's probably one of the top uh, special teams players in the nation return guys that are going to be playing. Um, and just watching a lot more of those guys really develop themselves and, and get ready to earn that paycheck and do the, do the things they are supposed to do. And then, um, you know, NFL guys, I'm, I'm going to be watching. I'm, I'm I'm, I'm, really trying to see the backstory that's going to happen in Houston. Like, what are they going to do with Deshaun, with Deshaun Watson? Yeah,
1: okay. Yeah, Not yeah. So, yeah.
2: yeah. You, know, you know, so I'm trying to see what they're going to do with him. Yeah, now there's rumbles about he's going to Philly, but – then what does that do to Jalen Hurt? If they do do that, do they, right. you know, is Jalen right. Hurt part of the trade going back to Houston, which I hope so. or if he's not, what's, what's the situation going on? I mean, the COVID thing going on in the NFL is crazy. You know, half the guys want to get going want are tested. Half the guys aren't. Um, and now, you know, players are starting to, you're starting to find that divisive amongst players saying, Hey, I'm not taking it. And some saying they are taking it. And, owners are like we're gonna lose a game if you test positive <laughs> you know it, it they their, their whole soap opera is crazy you yeah. know to I me mean? just, just kind of playing out and i just don't know like i said the politics behind it just really it just it's tiring you. man it's very tiring. Yeah, yeah. The NFL is tiring i'm 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 with i'm with you i'm like i'm jaded
3: by the nfl and the money the path everything i'm jaded by it takes me I'm like in the end of season playoffs. I'm back in, but yeah, exactly. College, <laughs>
1: I'll all right, start I'll off, tell you.
3: I'm all in college. I, I
1: brought up a bad subject. All right, I tell you what. Last subject. I'll bring this up because I wasn't going to talk about it, but you know we'll, we'll bring it up. Hopefully, it'll, it'll be a little bit better. Let's talk about them old school Lakers. Woo! We got we we got some senior citizens that are the dominant players in in on that NBA team. We got Russell Westbrook. I can't even say his name right. Russell Westbrook. We got Carmelo Anthony. Um, both of them in the mid thirties. What? What? Is, Carmelo, thirty six. Hey
2: man, I'm, six? Going, 37, 37. I'm going thirty seven. I think he's thirty seven. I'm going. Hey, you know what? I hate the Lakers. I'm, a, I'm an am official Laker hater. I can't stand the Lakers. Nothing. I can't stand them. I, and I'll be the first one to admit it. But I've always liked Kobe, and I'm also rooting for the old school man a little bit. I want to see them get. I want okay. them to win it. Okay. But I mean, let the old school show those young bucks what's going on. And they still got the game. They still got game, and they can hoop and and. I don't. I don't like LeBron recruiting. Now. I mean, he's a GM now, basically. Pretty much. Look,
1: <laughs> you, you should have known that from the giddy up, right? That was in yeah. his contract. Yeah. He, he he is doing what Aaron Rodgers wants to do.
2: Yeah, I man. He just. I'm signing him. I'll I, get rid of him. So you know.
3: And, and I'll tell you this: LeBron is waiting to play one year with his son, and then he's retiring.
2: Yep, I agree. I agree. <laughs> he's trying to get Bronny in there. Right Boney? So, I'm so the, long, your the your more old school right guys here. that gets around him, and they can kind of elevate and keep his game. All right, he gonna stay until to his son gets in there.
1: Folks, uh, you heard it here first. Golly, Ben Deramore <laughs> said that the, the James boys want to want to play at least one season together. Okay, we, we, I'm gonna play this tape back and and, and see if that happens. Right I, down, I wouldn't doubt right <laughs> it. <down.
2: laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with you, but I think he wants Brony to you know Brony to get drafted and play. He wants to play one year with his son, and that's it. Yeah,
1: that'll
2: be that'll be it. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm I'm shooting for old school, man. I hope they do some things. I hope this is better than the the first old school team the Lakers tried to put together when they brought Carl Malone, Gary Payton, <laughs> you know, Kobe, and all those guys when they were a little bit two way past their prime. Yeah, Mitch Richmond,
1: you know, I, Mitch Richmond's last yeah, year yeah. when he came from Sacramento, <laughs> yeah, he was, you know, he needed I Oh, this
2: one's a little bit better. Out this a little bit better, but I mean, I think, man, they're gonna be good in the beginning but by the time mid season coming the and you know getting to their playoffs they might be plus games <laughs> yeah that's 100 plus
1: games man you you they're like man up. like got might
3: clown.
1: be the only
2: that might be the only drawback man but you know go lakers man, man let them let them brothers get paid and do their thing man I'm, I'm happy for them it's going to be good to see them compete
1: yeah yeah that's true that's true look man this this was this was amazing man a great conversation i'm i'm, I'm glad Thank you for joining us, Montel. Th- you, 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 brought another, you brought another champion in here uh, that, that was able to chop it up. So, uh, ben, tell folks where they can find you. I don't know if you got social media feeds or something on, on the eSports side that you're willing to share. Uh, just yeah, uh, you yeah. know, that quick elevator pitch for us, brother.
3: Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. I'll come back whenever. This was a blast. Uh, people can follow me on Twitter at More. So follow me. I, if you want to hear about eSports, what's going on with NBA 2K mm-hmm. League, FIFA, other things, I try to keep people posted. But, yeah, anytime, guys. I, I had a blast. I love doing this.
1: Appreciate it.
2: Perfect, Until- my man. Thank you for coming, Ben. I appreciate it, yeah. What's up, my man? Yeah. What's up? Are you, you
1: feeling good man because I, I see you smiling now we we, we got the topics out we, we had some good conversation i just i just want to make sure you're good man. I, i'm not gonna man. hang up this, this line unless anytime
2: I, unless... I got 10 toes and i'm six feet above ground i'm blessed brother man so you know it's all good
1: we ending like that y'all we out team no sleep we awesome. appreciate it, y'all be good to yourselves
2: salute